welcome back to The The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. And earlier this week, I posted a LinkedIn post that was inspired by my former boss and former presidential candidate, Andrew Yang. And he posted this on Twitter just a couple of days ago. Economists project that 42% of the jobs we are losing right now are gone for good. That's 15 million jobs. That's the size of the hole we have to fill. I did a little bit of research because Andrew didn't cite that article, and it turns out that, in fact, this is something that University of Chicago economists are predicting. We don't know how true this prophecy is going to be, but the number is high enough where we should be worried. And the LinkedIn post that I posted basically talked about how what job seekers are going to have to do now is going to have to be wildly different than what they were doing in the past. The fact that we have millions of students that are graduating this week remotely online into such uncertainty into uh, an economy that has been basically shut down for the time being means that people are going to have to get creative. So why did we decide to talk to you about this today? The act of finding a job or finding a new employment opportunity is actually a very entrepreneurial endeavor. Oftentimes, it's fraught with uncertainty and most certainly it's fraught with rejection. You're going to get a lot more no's than you are yeses, and it will feel like an uphill battle, much like the battle that an entrepreneur goes into when they're trying to get a business off the ground in the early days when they have no credibility and where they may have very little support and very little resources. So we wanted to talk to you today about what we think is going to be important going into this next phase of our life the economy, the global situation, and how people that need to get opportunities in order to survive, which really is everybody, have to start thinking about the way they approach this new normal. And part of the reason why today specifically we wanted to communicate this message is because of a sentiment that I've been feeling for the last few weeks that keeps on creeping up as I work on our new initiative, School 16, and even the mentors. The thing is, when you're doing something like School 16 or the mentors, you have to surround yourself with people, and you constantly have to ask people for favors or ask people to come on as a guest on the show or to come on as a a guest instructor for the free classes that we're running on a weekly basis. And after a while, you just start feeling like you're always asking people for things, that you're always bugging them. They always expecting something in return for seemingly nothing. And this is actually a state of mind that almost every entrepreneur and I guess anybody that's going out there and trying to pursue something new or even anybody that's being ambitious is going to feel sooner or later. That feeling that maybe I'm bothering other people. And there's two ways that I've been able to reverse that line of thinking. One is seeing positive impact and results from that persistence from the work actually paying off and realizing that it's absolutely worth it if it has a net positive impact on the world. And the second reason is actually pretty simple. Every time I have one of these thoughts, I'm reminded of the many stories in my head of very successful people that were also very persistent in their pursuit towards that success and knowing that the reason why they ultimately were successful is because they didn't give up and because they didn't constantly question themselves and wonder, am I bothering somebody else? They just continue to charge forward. And we think that a lot of us can learn from that line of thinking, from that attitude, into how we now pursue this much more difficult world that we're about to enter. This is especially true for young people 
and recent college graduates. It takes a long time to realize that being persistent does not mean you're being annoying. And the only people that really get opportunities are the people that consistently ask for them. And the most successful people don't stop doing it. They start doing it when they're young, but they don't stop doing it even when they're successful. So one story that comes to mind is that of Barbara Corcoran, who is one of the judges, one of the sharks on the really popular ABC show Shark Tank. When she first auditioned for Shark Tank, she actually got rejected. She got passed over by Mark Cuban. And to her, it was pretty devastating because she really felt like she belonged on that show. She also really felt like she could add a new, unique perspective and a different voice that was desperately needed in that show. And so she did not take no for an answer. She actually followed up with an email to Mark Cuban himself. And she said, Mark, I truly believe that I should be on the show. And she gave him a bunch of reasons for why he should reconsider his decision. And then she did what we call the assumptive close. She said, I'd like to come in again to audition one more time for you. And I actually already bought my ticket to LA. So I hope that I end up being on that flight. So she basically assumed that Mark was going to give her another opportunity because she was so passionate about the fact that she should be on the show. And because she ended up being persistent, he actually viewed her as the shark that he needed on the show and gave her another shot. And obviously, she ended up being a judge on the show after all. Great example of how somebody who already accomplished so much is still practicing the same thing that made her successful. For me, just a couple of years ago, I was also rejected from a job that I thought was my dream job. It was right when I moved to New York. It was actually, I guess, <laughs> around eight years ago now. And I was trying to get opportunities, and I interviewed for this organization called Venture for America for a director of programs role, a role that I probably was underqualified for. But I got to the final round of the interview process, and in the end, they rejected me anyway after Two months of interviewing and doing assignments for them and meeting everybody on the team, I got rejected. Now, I could have walked away and been pissed off and you know never reached out to that company again, but I kept an eye on them. Meanwhile, I went to work for another startup that actually ended up failing, but I used that failure to start my own company, a software business that I ran with Vadim. Later on, we started a curriculum development company that we ran for just a couple of months, but that experience I used to look for my next opportunity. And that's when I came across an entrepreneur in residence role at that same company that rejected me just two years prior. And this role was a bigger opportunity, better paying, and required a much better resume. But something that I felt I had the experience to pursue. Now, instead of even applying through the normal channels, I actually had the email of the COO of the company. I sent an email directly to her outlining in detail why I thought I was the only person they should consider for the opportunity and how the previous two years were going to make me successful in that role. I was able to skip the application process, go directly to an interview. I still had to spend two months convincing them that I was the person for the role. But by not assuming that that door was closed for me forever and going back to that opportunity and applying again, I ended up getting the job. And you know, that's something that most people take for granted, that a no may not always be a no. We've talked about it on this podcast before, but if you present yourself in a new light, you might be able to turn that no into a yes just through persistence. So take these stories as we enter this new normal of ours that we're living through and think about that 
every time you find yourself doubting the actions that you're taking towards your future, doubting whether or not you should push a little bit further, make that extra ask in fear of being annoying. What are some of those asks that you can make if you're looking for certain opportunities? Reach out to people in your network or even cold outreach to people to find out what it's like to work in those organizations. Start getting your way in. If you're looking for employment, for example, just to have a dialogue going so you can start presenting yourself as someone that maybe down the line they can hire. Show up at virtual events and follow up directly with the speakers at those events telling them you met them there. Show value to those people by proving who you are as an individual and how you might be able to add to the organization in the future. You have to make yourself stand out and you have to go through channels that are non-traditional, like applying to a company, in order to stand out. If you want to hear more stories like this, especially if you're in a position now where you're pursuing new opportunities or looking to change careers, we encourage you to join one of our free weekly classes that we host at School 16 by going to school16.co forward slash classes and hearing from marketers, operators, product leaders, people that have landed roles at companies like Google, Facebook, and Slack and learning how these individuals actually stood out from the crowd to get some of the most coveted and sought after opportunities on the planet. It's okay to have some self-doubt once in a while, but one way to turn yourself around and to kind of move against whatever that trigger that comes up when you are finding yourself in that moment of self-doubt is by remembering other people's stories and remembering that in order to be successful, in order to get what you want in life, you do have to go after it proactively. That's it for our five-minute pick-me-up this week. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead. And of course, we'll see you next week.